Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. It's Clue! Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone, it's Clue! It's Clue. My name is Clue. Clue. My name is Clue. And we just watched Clue! Clue Clue Doe. You love Clue. Yeah, you all love Clue. You sons of bitches. Every person in this room has the perfect motive. Stand back! For murder. What do you mean? Murder. But only one of these suspects is the murderer. Yeah, it's Clue. (laughs) I don't know what to... All right, episode over. Yeah, that's Um, it. Uh, Period. We're done. Listen, I want to start by thanking our Patreon supporter, our, our producer, the one who chose this movie vincent thank you vincent with a y yeah thank you yeah uh for asking us to watch clue a movie i have seen my entire life yes uh i don't remember (laughs) watching this movie for the first time yeah this movie is like a utility yeah it's just something that exists it's always available uh from the director of nuns on the run most famously you know yeah and others yeah, I uh, always mistakenly think it's directed by John Landis because he wrote it. Yes, he did. Uh, but it's not. It's directed by the director of Nuns on the Run and uh, The Whole Nine Yards. Yep. Uh, also, my cousin Vinny. Jonathan Lynn is the director's name. Yes, which sounds like Land- Jonathan Landis. That's true. That's true. Uh, one thing, I, I feel like I knew this and then I keep I always forget it. I'm always surprised every time to realize this is produced by Deborah Hill. Yeah. Uh, who produced Halloween and a bunch of other things that we love. Yeah, she was, uh, she's she was wonderful. Yeah, long-time John Carpenter's partner, uh, production uh, a partner on, on a lot of, a lot of like the classic John Carpenter films. And yeah, she had a very long, distinguished career. And yes, yeah. I, uh, when I watched it this, I don't think I remembered that at all. So uh, watching it this time when I saw her name pop up on screen, I was like, oh shit, all right. Yeah, yeah, good for Deborah Let's Hill. Let's go! Man. Yeah. <laughs> We got a movie. Yeah, we got a we fucking got a movie. movie now. Yeah. So how? Yeah. So I guess the question is, how does one think about Clue from like a critical standpoint? I don't know. Because again, it is. I mean, you like Clue, right? Yeah, I love Clue. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's just again, it's a utility. It's oh, I've I've I remember seeing it on TV all the fucking time. They played it on Comedy Central in like the nineties, I think. Just yeah, I'm like a forever. Loop. Yeah, it was just always on. I literally watching it, I was like, that's where the commercial break goes. And that's where the commercial break goes. And there's the next commercial break. Mm -hmm. Like, I just remember it so well as like something on TV. And it's not much different. Like, it wasn't like heavily censored for TV. So watching it. I I, I just realized I've mostly watched it on TV. Is I guess what I'm saying? Uh, um, uh, we We had a VHS copy of it. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, it's PG, so it's not, they don't have to cut much out. 
Yeah, that's TV. what I mean. Is like whenever I watch it not on TV, it just seems like the same movie. Pretty much. There's no like big difference. Uh, it's. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, what? Where do we start? I guess we could talk about know. it as as an adaptation. No one thinks about it as an adaptation. This is. Was, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just wa- having watched it this time. I started thinking about it as an adaptation, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very faithful. It is. It interesting. It's kind of like, obviously, it predates the Lego movie by like two and a half decades. So, but yeah. it's it's the same idea where it's it, as long as you get good people making the the adaptation, you can turn just about anything into a movie. Like on paper, a Clue movie sounds terrible, probably. I disagree. Uh, I mean, I, that's true. It has more of a story than any. Like it, it sounds. It's better than Monopoly because, like, at least yes. Clue. Clue has a premise. It's it's a murder mystery. It's a bunch of people locked in a mansion. One of them is the killer. So it already is that. So you, yeah, you're actually true. I have to concede that point. There is like a premise built into Clue, the board game. Yeah, it's like an improv game. Like you yeah. start with this broad premise, and then you can do a lot with it. That's why it's funny how like I noticed this time when he um. When Tim Curry like has the the envelope that says "Don't open until after dinner," it looks like the clue envelope that yeah, you get in does. the game. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Where I'm like, oh, that's yeah, cute. Big Manila envelope. Yeah, and all the all the weapons that leaving has wrapped of up course. in a brief, Fucking briefcase. Leaving. Fucking we'll leaving. talk about leaving. Leaving and gleaming white spats. He is. <laughs> he is the weirdest choice. He is. Um, I mean, he's playing a scumbag real well. Right, like, but it's okay. So depending on the ending, he's either a butler or he's like a rich fancy man, and leaving does not seem like either. He also is uh, extremely patriotic, <laughs> where he's like he thought that everything what you're doing was un-American, and I'm like, really, leaving thought that, huh? Yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting casting. I mean, this is around the, like I think uh, Streets of Fire was like uh, maybe two years before this. This is '85 yeah. when this came out. So this is leaving, when like people were trying to stick leaving into movies. Yeah, for context for people who don't know, leaving is like Kmart Henry Rollins. Um, he is he was the lead singer of Fear, a band I quite like. Uh, most of their songs are just about like getting drunk. Uh, and and uh, and other things. They're 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 whatever. You, you either he's, like them or they don't. He's like a they're the punk. only. Yeah, they're the only <laughs> band to be. Um, uh, kicked off of SNL. Yes, because I think John Belushi insisted on having them on. Yeah, uh, and they like fade. They like play them off. <laughs> like they play like one and a half songs, yeah. <laughs> and the the lights just fade. Yeah, it was a uh, real it was a real John Belushi move having them come yeah. in. But anyway, so that's where leaving is coming from. Yeah, there was a rumor that the director just liked his name, and that's why he cast him. Which I don't think that's true. Uh, it, it was probably like a cute, like it was probably a joke he made in an interview mm-hmm. because the well, name I, sounds like leaving. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, people must've known him. Like, you know, he got on Saturday Night Live. He was in like that circle. He'd been in right. movies before this. So, uh, people knew who he was in yeah. Hollywood oh, at yeah. the time. So yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, it's weird that he's in this movie, but it's not like completely out of nowhere because he was yes. in movies. Yes, it's just weird to imagine him on this set. Yeah, uh, with these actors. Um, I, and yeah, I reject that. Even though the ending, the third ending, is the one like on home video that they say this is the correct ending, and that's the one where like leaving Mr. Body was actually the butler. Like I don't know, he was not a butler. No, he wasn't. But again, <laughs> he he's also not, not like this butler. rich 
patriotic fancy man. Like I he can't imagine that either. He could have been wealthy and like super anti-communist because the movie takes place in 1954. Right. So he just uh, he plays he, it like a gangster, like right. a thug. Yeah, he plays like a scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, I guess he, <laughs> I guess scumbags can be rich too. Yeah. They frequently are. I mean, uh, yeah. not well. Not scumbags aren't frequently rich. Rich people are frequently scumbags. I think is what I meant. Anyway, right. <laughs> um. So the the original lore of the game it's called the Body Mansion. Uh. I was looking up. I was looking at the original. Like I found on eBay the original vintage rule book. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even mention the Body Mansion there. It's the later ones called the Body Mansion. You know, it's been updated now. Where like Professor Plum is like a tech bro. Uh, it's a real bummer. I mean, they've they've reinvented it like every decade, pretty yes. much. They they kind of quote unquote update it to fit the times, right? But all they had was from the rulebook. The scene opens in Mister Body's mansion. He's the victim. He they they found him in one of the rooms, and then the object of the game is who, where, and how. Which is funny because the in the movie they they say pretty quickly one of them says like we're trying to find out who killed him and where and with what and so again they're doing it they're doing the damn game they're doing the fucking game yeah i would also argue the multiple endings is a good adaptation because it's about the fact that in the game it's interchangeable that's the point of the game it's modular yeah yeah and so that's what they're pointing out is like like the game the, it could be anybody. It just—it's a shuffle of the cards. Mm-hmm. And the, if you don't—if you aren't aware—and um, you might not be, because uh, this is an older movie—they um, when this movie was in theaters, they had there's three different endings that you you see when you when you watch on TV or when you watch a video, they show you all three. Uh, but depending on where you saw it, it would only it would only play with one of the endings, and it was uh, a, you know kind of a crapshoot which one you'd get. Sort of like mm-hmm. uh, if you recall the uh, the blockbuster motion picture X Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, they had three different end credit sequences and they would just shuffle up which one you got uh, depending on where you saw the movie. So some people got Danny Houston walking down the street. Some people got Ryan Reynolds reattaching his head. It just depended on where you were. So right. this movie had three different endings. So like yeah. somebody in one, like one of your friends could be like, oh, talking to you about the movie. And be like, oh, that was crazy. I had no, I didn't think it was going to be Miss Scarlet. And then somebody else would be, what are you talking about? It was Miss Peacock. Right. You know? And there's no internet. So at the time they're yeah. just fucking with people. Uh, you can now on the DVD uh, or I guess Blu-ray uh, as the, as the kids, mm-hmm. as the kids do the, all the Blu-rays, right? The Blu-Raymonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you can choose. You can choose it to shuffle the ending, mm-hmm. so you only get one. Um, yeah, that's I pretty guess, neat. <laughs> I guess kids don't use Blu-rays either, but yeah, that is pretty neat. Yeah, so you don't know which one you're gonna get. That's kind of fun. That is fun. It's a good idea. Uh, so I guess for the plot, it's it's uh it's a group of people going to the Hill House Mansion, mm-hmm. uh, and they they have an awkward dinner. They're all uh a bunch of comedians. <laughs> It's they're uh, all comedic for mo- for the most part they're all comedic actors. For the I most think, part. Actually no wait, I think they all are comedic actors. And leaving. <laughs> and then leaving. <laughs> Tim Curry the butler. And so they learn that Mr. Body invited them there and uh they don't understand. They all slowly figure out that they have connections. I like the exposition and the dinner scene. How they slowly kind of realize um that everybody works in DC or lives there. Mm-hmm. And then it's revealed that they're all being blackmailed by Mr. Body. So leaving shows up. Um, and uh, he, uh, 
And so he's like, yeah, that's right. I'm blackmailing all of you. Um, also, I, I brought a weird variety of murder weapons. Yeah. Uh, which, what is the point of that? I don't know. Why would Mr. Body do this? He basically says, what's Tim Curry's character's name? Wadsworth. Wadsworth, thank you. He's basically like, look, yes, I'm all blackmailing you, but there's no reason this can't just continue. Uh, if you expose me, you expose the things I'm blackmailing you for. Yeah. So I'm going to turn off the lights. I'm going to give you all weapons. And whoever kills Wadsworth uh, does that. And then we all leave. Uh, but like by giving them individual weapons, he kind of like it doesn't. It's not anonymous <laughs> then. Right. No, like he I shuts think off the light. Um, it's it's a bad gamble. Like he's 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 banking gamble. that everyone is going to because obviously <laughs> Why wouldn't they just kill him, which is what right. happens. Yeah. But like they still have like he's he's kind of set he's kind of setting Wadsworth Wadsworth up as a snitch, which in two in two of the three endings he's an undercover FBI agent. So yes. that's accurate. So that's like, well, if we kill him, nobody's going to tell on us. But right. it, it, like so I think he's banking on them all being crooked as shit, which they are. Uh but it's still like a bad gamble cuz it's like, right. well, I'm just going to shoot you. Uh, right. Since you're the one blackmailing me, <laughs> right? Also, half the weapons he gives them are like they're not fun weapons. Like the candlestick, the candlestick and wrench. Yeah, that's like that's a that's a task killing someone yeah. with that. Like that's mm, that's like At exercise. Least, it's like exercise. Yeah, and then also it like takes a second. At least those all leave the same wound, so I'd be more inclined to use it. But it yeah, it take a second. It's mm-hmm. leaving. Like that's hard. Uh, uh, so yeah, basically he shuts off the lights. There's a scream. There's a gunshot, uh, leaving Mr. Body is dead. Um, and there's no, like the, the, he wasn't shot. He wasn't stabbed. Uh, they can't figure out how he died. It is revealed that he played dead. He like realized his gambit wasn't going to work. Or the bullet grazed <laughs> him or something. Right? Yeah. And so he just like played dead. Um, and so then they find out he was killed later. Then, like, the cook gets killed. The, uh, the, uh, the maid. Maid. Joan of Arc from Bill and Ted gets killed. Yeah, That's the singing, the singing tel- telegram. telegram. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. A, rand- a random guy who breaks down gets killed, and then a, a random cop. cop gets killed. Yeah. And what we learn slowly is that everybody has a connection to all of these people who are getting killed. It's a murder mystery. Yeah. It's it's mostly just doing bullshit fun. They draw mat, uh, matchsticks to uh, search the house together. A uh, lot of wordplay. A lot of routines. It's very farcical. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Kahn is, in my opinion, the MVP of this movie. I mean, they're all really I good. Go, I go back and forth between her and uh, uh, Eileen Brennan as Miss mm-hmm. Peacock. She's, yeah. She fucking cracks me up every time. Like, I always forget that she's low-key really fucking funny in this movie. Yeah. You know who isn't utilized in this? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he, he's sinister. He's, he's relatively straight, yeah. And he's yeah. he's also like one of the prime suspects from the beginning. Yeah. He just, he just but, seems the most, like he's kind of sleazy. Like, this is closer to like- horny. Horny yeah. Christopher Lloyd. I don't yeah. like it. It's horned up Christopher Lloyd. It's closer to like Judge Doom than, yeah. uh, than Back to the Future. This came out the same year as Back to the Future. Uh, it's weird to think about. I know. Yeah. But yeah, he he's really, he's the straight man. Yeah. But he's, his whole deal is he like had sex, he was a psychiatrist who had sex with his clients 
and it's like oof gross he's just gross the whole and then he's just so horny throughout right he's like and really like sle- sleezing on miss scarlet yeah yeah and like eyeballing and it's just like they're all all the guys are a little horny but like yeah he's just he's like a menace <laughs> he really is yeah yeah it's, i mean it's it's one of two roles that christopher lloyd plays he either plays doc brown or he plays judge doom and this is kind of closer to judge doom whose house is it in this movie who who owns this house i don't know i thought it was mr bodies it doesn't seem like a house leaving would be in but then again it depends on the end yeah i guess it would be mr bodies mm-hmm. but it seemed like leaving didn't really know the house like it felt like it was an airbnb <laughs> but uh, whatever that's i was just curious uh i assume you're right it's probably mr bodies um or something like i think wadsworth does say that mr body is not his employer so it's not his house i don't know that's a good question i don't think they ever really reveal who the house whose house it is except in the third ending right when they reveal that wadsworth is mr body right in that version yes in that version yeah um but in the other versions it feels like it's not anybody's house i don't know well he clearly knows it like because all the servants know him he knows to bring bones for the dogs he knows where everything is Whose dogs are those? Because no one's who owns with the, the house. Dogs. Yeah, I don't know. They're just attacked. It's it's who it's his They're employer who is dogs. never identified. Yeah, they're bad guard dogs, by the way. Because if you can just give them meat, like that's the one. That's the first thing you train a guard dog not to do, right? Is to accept meat. I mean, the first thing I would train a guard dog to do would be like Krav Maga. Yeah. So it can do like cool, like it can like but disarm like, burglars and do like cool kicks and shit. Right. The idea of a guard dog, and I know not everybody does this this way, but I would treat a guard dog really well, give them all the meat they want, so they, like, the I don't want a guard dog who can be bought, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a guard dog where you give them meat, they're like, I'm you sorry. A, you want a guard I, dog who's independently wealthy. Exactly. Uh, so they, they, they're immune to bribery. So, yeah, they're doing it for the fun mm-hmm. of guard dogging, yeah. you know? Because otherwise, yeah, you give them meat, and they're like, yeah, I'm now on your side, and it's like, wow jesus christ guard dog you know that was easy mm-hmm. uh so yeah it's bad, bad you're, not, br- you're not bringing a lot to the table guard dog mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah th- it's it's that's that's the movie did we explain the movie i think we got it yeah we got there yeah i mean um, it's you know it's it's always it's always a little tricky doing an episode about a comedy that we enjoy because <laughs> it's like oh remember this scene oh that was funny um but there is stuff to talk about. Uh, it's interesting. It's always s- struck me as interesting that the movie specifically takes place in a in a time period. Um, is I don't necessarily it, takes, it like takes yeah. place in the fifties, and that's I guess that's yeah, around that's when, the time that the original board game came out. Probably even earlier. Yeah, I would. It's I'm looking it up right now. It says 1943, and it was published first in 1949. So it's pretty close. I. But, yeah, it's I don't know. I, I was I I like the production design of this movie, and it's interesting to me that they chose such a specific time period for it. Really? Yeah. I think I think that time period is the official time period of murder mysteries. Like one of the things about Knives Out, um, which wasn't really a murder mystery, mm-hmm. but like for for whatever people's opinions of it, it was always weird to me that it takes place now. Like whenever a character gets in a modern car, it like it was like whoa, weird. Um, because you have like that Daniel Craig character and it's like, you belong decades in the past. Um, and so 
I just think I just think of this time as this is when murder mysteries happened because it's when you can say, oh, the telephones are down and no one has a cell phone. There's police work isn't that good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no like DNA evidence. I mean, police you, work yeah, was up through like the 80s. <laughs> still, we still I mean, we still couldn't catch if you went to a different still, police still don't catch things. But, you know, what, I, yeah, you know. like if you went to a different town, like they wouldn't catch. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's where where that's he got why, serial that's killers. That's why serial killers had such a good yeah. run in the seventies and eighties. A lot of hitchhikers and a lot yeah. of shrugging cops. You, you go you go um, to a, a neighboring county; they just don't speak to each other. Yeah. Anyway, so that I guess that's why I think of this as like prime murder mystery. It makes sense. Yeah, it's it it fits the the outfits too. Um, they they explain their names as aliases, which I like because that's not in the game. Mm-mm. That's supposed to be their actual fucking names in the game. Well, it's a it's, come on game. It's like matching the color of their pawns, Dave. Come on. They grounded want? it, though, Tom. They grounded it. Mm-hmm, that's true. They made, like. it, they made it real. This is the Batman Begins of Clue adaptations. It kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. We're talking about... We we briefly talked about the comedy. Mm-hmm. I Maybe it's because I've seen this so much. I never really found this movie funny. And what I mean is that, obviously, it's a comedy, um, but I, I've never laughed so much as I would say, like, oh, that's a clever line. Yeah, oh, that's a fun line. And the only thing is, of course, the the flames thing for Madeline Kahn. <laughs> that's the only part that, like, absolutely cracks me up. It's Well, she, she's she got a, several great deliveries, but, like, there's a couple of stuff oh, yeah. that got me on this watch. Uh, and I, I think part of it is just I hadn't seen it in a while. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's, um, it's one of those comedies that's like a, a steady simmer rather than like peaks of like laugh out loud hilarity it's just every performer is killing it and they're all just like really deftly carrying this tone this playful light zany yes. like i said it's it's almost farcical tone throughout it's the like, film so yeah it's it's more stuff where you're like oh that was cool like oh like i i like how they brought that bit back or they're keeping this bit going or you know right. it's it's more like appreciating the craft of comedy than it's like, like laugh play. out loud moments exactly yes where it's a bunch of clever wordplay that's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is fun. Oh, the other thing that always makes me laugh, no matter how many fucking times I see it, is Tim Curry's bit with um, Michael McKeon um, at the when he's explaining when he's, the like, physical comedy. Him up. Yeah, yeah, where he's just <laughs> flinging him around. That never fails to make me uh, this laugh. This time around, I, what got me was. Uh, Christopher Lloyd sipping soup from his spoon very loudly and Madeline Kahn giving him a weird look and then also doing it but in a much stranger way like she makes a a much stranger noise when she's uh, eating her soup it's a stupid joke but it it really nailed me this time (laughs) right there's uh, it's all yeah that's what it is is it's not the dialogue a lot of it's delivery Mm -hmm. Um, it's all it's it's all performance based pretty much yeah, well, not all the, of it, but yeah. Another thing that made me laugh is when they do they do the fake fuck party with the corpses um, to the song Life Would Be a Dream, which made me <laughs> laugh like that there's a fuck party to that song. Um, but it was the delivery when the cop says, this is America. And Tim Curry goes, I see. <laughs> that really got me. Um, and I don't, it's again, it's, it's, it's all completely fucking... Um, uh just in the moment um, it's the physical stuff mm-hmm. i like when mr body is gonna fight and so he fights like a three stooges it's a, it's three stooges gag yeah yeah and it was like what the fuck um 
Yeah, this uh, this movie did not do well when it came out. That does surprise me. People though. were not vibing with this movie. It did not do critically. It did not do well critically or financially. Like it bombed, think, and critics did not like it. I think this is one of those movies that our generation remembers very fondly, and it's all from the same place. We all watched it on TV as kids, right? Or on VHS, but yeah, we all or watched it as kids. Is the point? Yes. Uh, and so there's a question of like, is this movie any good? Uh, I think is, so. I, I think what makes this movie for me is how incredibly unique it feels. Yes. As a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, nothing matters, right? Nothing in the plot matters. It's all, si- it's all silliness, and it's got a, like an all-time incredible ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah. There's no protagonist. There's no one you're really rooting for. Nope. Uh, I, it, they, Wadsworth is the closest thing to a protagonist because he sort of, he's, he's kind of like the DM. So he yes. sort of he will he will move the action along when it needs to be moved. Fuck, that's such a good way of thinking of this. Mm-hmm. This is a RPG. In fact, now I want it's like play dinner, a it's clue. like how to host a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to play like a clue RPG. I would say Mr. Green because he um, is the least like I think they do this on purpose where he's being blackmailed because he's gay. Yeah, and this was made in the eighties, and it's the whole point is well, that's not bad you know like i think even He's, for the 80s that was the point where they do it right. they do a, fun, a couple gated uh, gated dated gay jokes um but i think that's why they are ma- able to make him like I, 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 it, he feels like the closest to a character he's, that I like. He's the because least because he hasn't he, done anything wrong, right? He's not sleazy like the others are, and I think yeah. he's. If I remember, yeah, he's. Uh, it's easy to lose track, but I don't think in any of the endings he doesn't kill anyone. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's the most sympathetic. He's yeah. like actually innocent. Yeah. Um. Like in, in the so, in the first two endings, it's well, that's yeah, that's true. Miss Scarlet's the murderer in, in the first one. Uh, Miss Peacock's the murderer in the second one, and then everybody but Mister Green kills somebody in the third ending. Right. Um. Wait. Is there one where they're blackmailed because they hang out with socialists? <laughs> Who's I th- that? I think that's Miss Peacock, isn't it? Okay, but she's done other bad. She's d- like she's bad in other ways. She takes but, bribes. She takes bribes from uh, right. lobbyists, and I think in her ending, the reveal is that she's taking money from like she and her husband, who is a senator, are taking money from foreign governments, like Russia. I think. Right. It was just very. They do or the China. funny thing where they say socialists, and everybody acts like it's the worst thing in the yeah, world, which is cute. Gasp. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, Professor Plum is the creepiest. He's not the most evil. Mrs. White killed her husband. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Mrs. Peacock. Um. Or no, Miss Scarlet is the one who runs the like the bordello. She right? runs the bordello. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she's so, the, hers she, isn't that bad either. That's well, it's in um in the scene where yeah, pretty they're they're the most sympathetic i think you know, excluding the uh the ending where miss scarlet's the murderer right. uh but like yeah in in the scene where wadsworth is revealing what everybody's quote unquote crime is she and mr green are the only ones who are just like well i'll just tell you cuz it's not like yeah. i don't care <laughs> like it's colonel not, not like embarrassed about this yeah colonel mustard is a war prophet here yeah I just like that. Martin Mole is killing Martin it. Martin Mole's incredible. He's such a boob. Well, yeah. Movie. I guess that's that's what I I think is really fascinating about this movie and why it sticks is it's a group of comedians and they basically said you're giving a job in like color. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure it was written in the script what they are, 
So I guess it's from more of a writing perspective, but like they they fill these characters based on very little and they do it really well, I think. Like Christopher Lloyd, I don't think what he's doing isn't intentional. He's coming off as creepy. He's and supposed I think that's to. The, he's supposed to, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's like I think you mentioned earlier it's like an improv theater where it's everybody has a one clear characteristic and they're all playing the shit out of that characteristic right and they're radiating out little details based yeah. on that like mm. colonel mustard saying when i lost my mommy and daddy <laughs> mommy and daddy fantastic line <laughs> it, it like holds on tim curry's face after he yeah. says that because <laughs> he's playing this colonel this war profiteer who's like yeah still kind of a kid i guess in his mind like he clear, like it feels like he came from a rich family like it feels like he never really got his hands dirty mm-hmm. um and he just got promoted and like you get that impression off of him and it works really well yeah um and they all have that and it's delightful uh and then they're sleeping and then they're I sleeping who's just playing, <laughs> just a, scumbag. playing a scumbag he's just playing a scumbag he's playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like I said, with gleaming white spats. They're like yeah. ivory. <laughs> They're glorious shoes. Yeah. Also, worst worst cop ever. The guy who goes there, yeah. and he's like so unsuspecting, even though they've clearly done something. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I mean, yeah, go ahead. There's a lot, like, though, like him, the motorist. They're all very like naive, the people who show up. Yeah, I mean, except for at the singing telegram lady who, at that point, you know, we've seen Yvette get murdered, we've seen the cook get murdered, we've seen the two people who just show up, like the motorist and the cop, and they all have these kind of like drawn out scenes where they're like, I think something's going on, or it's like a little like mysterious right. around it, and then by the time the singing telegram girl shows up, she just gets shot immediately, and it's kind of right. a gag. It is a gag, and the the gag throughout the movie, the arc is that they slowly get shocked, less shocked about the murders. Yeah, which I like as well. It's a group of people becoming slowly desensitized. Um, it is like I'm trying to think about like what is the purpose of this movie? It really does feel like we're just gonna make a comedy, just jokes, and it's yeah. and it's not gonna really mean anything. And I do, I see why it wasn't popular and i could see why maybe if you're young and you're watching this for the first time you're like i don't know what the big deal is uh because there really isn't much of a plot to it it's just who murdered these people and then the mist like it like we talk about loving murder mysteries right Mm -hmm. this does not scratch that itch does it for you uh not really it's a different kind of um it's a different kind of uh it's more of a knives out situation. It's not a, right. It's not about the mystery. Like this is like, I'm not watching Clue to sit down and watch like a cool whodunit. Like that's not, even though it is technically yeah. a whodunit, it's not about that. Because, no, because as we pointed point. out, the solution can be one of three different things. It's, um, it's oddly similar to Knives Out, in my opinion. A movie that I didn't really, like, I like, it, it was fun enough, Knives Out, but it was that thing where I was really wanting that murder mystery itch to be scratched. And it didn't. Yeah, it knives uh, out. Didn't go far enough in either direction for me. It wasn't. It wasn't enough of a murder mystery to scratch that itch, and it wasn't silly enough to scratch that itch. So it just kind of right. A, I just kind of didn't like it. Like Clue goes far in the silliness direction because that's what its point is. Right. It's not. It's not trying to be a mystery as much as it's just trying to be a very silly. Uh, it remind. Yeah, like you said, it's 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 like watching a play 
Like it reminds but, me a little bit of like the Marx Brothers or like the that film Noises Off. Uh, if you've mm-hmm. ever seen that, where it's all about performance and this 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 neat wordplay um, and this, there is, uh, this there, ensemble cast. Yeah, there is a like a similarity beyond that, which is that Knives Out is a murder mystery that actually is a character piece, right? It's it's about how the rich once their money is threatened, they pull together. Mm-hmm. They like it's that that's the the basic idea that happens with the family is that liberals conservatives it doesn't matter if they're rich it's a class pr- thing and i would argue this this is doing that where it's doing it's a murder mystery but it actually is also a character piece where it's all these high up government people um that you're seeing are clowns um not all of them are government people but you know what i mean they're all people like who are all part of the same like gross underbelly mm-hmm and they're all seen as clowns and the things that they find threatening like a gay man or a socialist is like it's being made fun of right yeah so like there is i don't know there are similarities to me but like the weird thing about clue is that they never draw any sort of conclusion there that's just like flavoring throughout and it's mostly just it's yeah it's just a murder mystery that actually is just a chance for a bunch of comedians to do bits exactly yeah which is weird, and I can I can see why someone wouldn't like that. I don't know. I see, that really appeals to me. I, I love that idea. I love I taking it. like like a, how to host a, a a murder mystery and just throwing a bunch of comedians into it. Like that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I would I would watch a million of these just with right. different different ensembles. I would enjoy like a more improvised improvised version. I feel it's, like a lot of this movie is probably well, not a lot of it, but certain there's lines, too much wordplay. Yeah, for it to be completely. But certain lines, you, I think the the flames speech from Madeline Kahn is oh, famously yeah. improvised. But so yeah. there's there's certain bits where it seems like they were probably God, improv. She's but yeah, so good. She's killing it. Yeah. Um, there's something I didn't realize. Real quick, um, Jane uh, Weedlin, who plays the singing telegram lady, who also played Joan of Arc, she's the lead singer of the Go Go's. Oh shit! I did not realize. What, that. Are, they do- <laughs> what are they doing? Why are they casting all these singers? Because they're there. This was like this was the hip new uh, auteur f- era of filmmaking, where it was all the you know, it's like like Landis coming in here, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's uh, this is like Spielberg and Lucas and Coppola. It's like all that that new wave of like we're 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 the new young blood, we're the new kids in town, and so we're gonna like. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe right. the youth culture, the punk rock aspect of of getting these these people in, into movies like this. I don't know. Yeah, that's just me talking out of my ass. Uh, but it no. seems right. It sounds right. It sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds as right as anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just talking. We're just making sounds. Yeah, we're just kind of. I'm doing shapes with my face, and uh, words come out. Exactly, yeah. your face exactly. and tongue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it, it really is like as a murder mystery. It's there's not much here. It's unsatisfying. No, no it's the plans somebody, and payoffs somebody... are obvious. Everything is, yeah. you know, stuff with like the Jehovah's Witness, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, that's a cop. This is a comedy, uh, first and foremost. It's like ninety five percent a comedy because the only mystery elements are somebody is killed, and then the rest of the cast. Uh, react like cartoon characters to it like this is they have to run to a new location in the house to see that somebody's been killed and then we get jokes like, which by all, the way it's a joke delivery system faithful to the board game it's yep. an adaptation second it's a great adaptation like i it does to me simulate playing clue the experience of playing <laughs> yeah. clue sure fully experience where it's a, it much like much like 
clue, you're like, well, there isn't that much meat here, I guess, but we played the game. Uh, that's, that's really what it is. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, 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 again, it's, it's, it's an institution. It's just been here. Mm-hmm. It's been here forever. It's always been here And for you us. either like it or not. I tweeted, and I didn't expect the response I got. I tweeted that Wes Anderson should remake Clue. And mm-hmm. I feel gross saying that. Um, but you see it, right? Oh, yeah. It's the same kind of... He's not as... Uh, well, he is pretty silly. It's not as... Um, get bill murray in there it's It's not as madcap like but yeah i could definitely see i could could definitely see uh wes anderson doing a clue movie and it being really good yeah that's why i suggested it because it's simple it doesn't it's like wes anderson he always tries to make his movies like really emotional or deep in weird ways this is nice and simple keeps him out of trouble you know um it would be different enough than the the original clue that we wouldn't have to compare the two you know Mm-hmm. Like, cause you're, I don't think it would be as madcap, but I think it'd be really like the casting was of course be great. Yeah. Um, Owen Wilson would be there. No doubt. Bill Murray would be there. I think Adrian Brody would be playing professor plum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God I mean, damn it. But yeah, no, it's no, I get what you're saying. Cause Wes Anderson is very silly. Uh, yeah. It, it, it just the silliness is more muted than than this movie this movie is very uh zany right i just think it'll keep him out of trouble and i think people would like it and i don't think it would ruin anything like there's nothing to ruin with clue the only way i think you could fuck up a clue remake or readaptation is by just trying to do this again i think that like for what you said where you're like you could watch it a million times with different comedians you're right you're right but i do think like if you get that wrong, then people would be really bummed out, right? But at the same time, who gives a shit? It's yeah, Clue. Who cares? It's Clue. Like, what? No. <laughs> like, I heard that they were... This This project has since fallen through. I don't know what stage it's at. But, like, for a minute, like, Jason Bateman was making a Clue movie that he was going to direct. And he and Ryan Reynolds were going to be part of the cast. And I was like, sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Sure. Like, that's fine. Sure. Like, it's, I mean, a different tone, probably. But, you know, I don't like I would I stand by I would watch a million of these movies. I don't yeah. care. What uh, what board game should they do next? Um, I don't know. I mean, like there's they're doing a lot like a Monopoly is going to happen. They um, shouldn't do Monopoly. Lord help me. I think even Connect Four might happen. Uh, guess who? Obviously- Are they going to do a guess who? Guess who could you could maybe get something out of Guess Who. That, that would be like a murder mystery or something. Something. I don't, what's the plot of Guess Who? You're just trying to guess who somebody else is? I don't, it's like trying to guess who's standing on the other side of the door. So it could be like a terrifying, like it could be like Wait Until Dark. A horror movie. Yeah. Candyland seems easy enough. That's I'm pretty actually, sure. I'm, I think that's happening. Yeah. Uh, Pictionary? Probably not. No. Mousetrap? I think that's happening. Yeah, like so you just do animated mouse and traps. Yeah, animated mice. Yeah, that's that's easy enough. Um, sorry, I don't I don't know if there's a plot there. Life that seems too broad. Yeah, plus we already got that movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin that's Lawrence. true. That was yeah. the adaptation. Yeah, it was the, the official adaptation of Life. Shoots and ladders. Uh huh. Yeah, do that shit. Uh, Mall Madness. I would. Ooh. I mean, Mall Madness would just be them going to sales, right? Yeah. Have you played Mall Madness lately? 
Not lately, no. It's been a it's been a bit. I need to crack my copy back open. Mm-hmm. What's the the point is that you just have to shop and be the best shopper, right? I think it's so. like I think you have to like get the, all the things before the coo- anybody else. The coolest thing was it had like a couple of official brands and like a little credit card thing that you could like yes, put it so like that was the coolest coolest thing about it. Okay, so you could do where it's like a movie about a shopping spree, like a competitive shopping spree. And it's a bunch of people, and it's like a comedy. You just do a comedy where they're in a mall I mean, and they I have think, to shop. I think both, like Mall Madness and like Mystery Date, or like the like the newest version of Mystery Date or whatever, the one that had Chris Evans in it. Right. Um, I think both of those games are are the, the the vibe of those games are captured pretty well by Clueless. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's I feel true. like we already have that adaptation. Yeah. What about Jenga? I kind of want like a Lord of the Rings, like like, like it's a like a big tower mm-hmm. that I don't know. That's all I got for Jenga. Sure, passport, passport. Remember passport? Anything? No, I don't. Mm, maybe that was just me. Mm. Uno? <laughs> can we do Uno? You can do whatever you want, man. We can make an Uno movie. <laughs> Holy shit, sorry, I'm looking at board games. I don't know what I just it would found, be we can make it. I just found one called Bigfoot, the giant snow monster game, and I don't know why I, I'm not playing this now. Why aren't we playing, we should be, Fireball Island, right there, man. Oh yeah, Fireball Island. Fireball I, Island would fucking rule, that's probably brought, gonna happen. Yeah, have they brought that back, can I have Fireball Yes, you can have Island. Fireball Island, they, they sell it, it's expensive, but they make it. Is it the original? No, it's like a remastered version. It has like uh, yeah. cool new designs and like new aspects and shit. Uh, I want my nostalgia. What's the point otherwise? You can get that. It's still like a big foam board that's a 3D board and all I the never, mountains and shit. That was I awesome. Never, I never had it. My neighbor had it. Oh. I coveted I coveted his Fireball Island, so it's I a deserve great game. it. Yeah, you did. You deserve it. We, ha- we had one. We also had Tornado Rex, which was similar. Hmm. Ooh, God, yeah. Yeah, they used to make they used to make some pretty sweet board games. Shark Jesus. Attack fucked me right up. Yeah. 13 you can get Dead Fireball Island for $600 <laughs> on Amazon. Well, that's Jesus not the Christ. one you want. Right. It's the original, that's why. Yeah, I think you got to get the new one if you want to get anything. Yeah, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Fireball Island, the new one. It's for just pretty 40 sweet. Bucks. It's pretty sweet, Dave. Like, give it a chance. It does look, look like it. the look same one. Look at it. Okay. You get like a little Indiana Jones add-on. You can get like a little pirate ship add-on. Listen, we're just talking about board games now. Yeah, well, we, we, we already talked about Clue, so I figured why not talk about board games? That's fair. That is fair and, and true. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I don't have anything else to Clue. say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It rules. It's just, it's a movie that's, uh, I don't know, just really, really important to me. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like some of our... I feel like some of our friends don't like this movie. That might be true. I could see us. I could see not liking this movie. I could. Like it's if you're not if you're not into its vibe cuz this movie is like 90% vibe. Right. Uh it's like we pointed out there's not really too many like laugh out loud moments. It's like a, it's just like a steady simmer of jokes. Um and it either works on you or it doesn't. So it's like you said, uh, Wes Anderson should remake this. So much in the same way, like either Wes Anderson works on you or he doesn't. I feel like this movie probably falls within that category. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, the, the, the weird thing in my head is that I've never had time to like it. Does that make sense? It's just always been here. Um, and so like, yeah, of course I like it. 
if I didn't like it, I wouldn't constantly watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, so like clearly I like this, but I never really thought about why I like it. It's just again, it's like Back to the Future. It's like the Terminator. It's like uh, now Jurassic Park's different because I remember seeing that movie and being like, "Oh, this is awesome." Um, but like Ghostbusters, where it's like, "Yeah, this is just a thing that's always been here." Mm-hmm. It's like one of my parents, you know. Yeah, like it's like I don't think about liking my parents. It's just like yeah, it's just always there. It's Clue. Yeah. clue um all right I, yeah. we don't have to talk I think, about I it think anymore that's, i think i think we've done it i think we've accomplished our task yeah hey vincent thank you yeah thank thanks, you so much vincent ah any excuse to watch this movie again yeah, absolutely uh hard agree so uh thank you very much uh this was through our patreon if you're curious you can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed um the for for just five dollars a month you get access to all our podcasts um, that's there, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, uh, Spielboys, uh, we, we watch movies every Friday night for a little more. Um, there's, there's a bunch of stuff on there. So yeah, go, go look. Yeah, go, go, go check that out. Yeah. You, you goofs. Um, yeah, you big old goops. We also have a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. Yeah! Ah, and, and perhaps host your own delightful murder mystery. Yeah, invite Lee Ving. Uh, he's He's got to be uh, down, right? Like, he's not doing much right now. I think he's still in stuff. Uh, every now and then, like How if I was, if I made a movie, he? I'd stick leaving in it. Why not? Yeah, sure. What? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anything. if I don't know if I want to hang out with him, but I'd put him in there, and he'd be like, "Thanks for putting me in my film in your film," and I'd be like, "Don't touch me. Get away from yeah. me, leaving." You're welcome, but uh, stand over there, leaving. 